Welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hey. My friend. <laughs> My friend. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Just having a, a sleepy Sunday. It felt very sleepy today. Oh, just exhausted. I mean, what even has been the last couple weeks, months? What's time? Yeah. It's dark at four. Like, everything feels truly cuckoo it's like, upside down this world makes no sense this world makes no sense i think this was i think i'll speak for myself this past week was this really strange like high of highs of last week of last weekend and and biden winning and we got some great responses from people who were happy that we were happy and that was nice Yay! and it really was like just a high i've never known and then like by like end and like was in such a good mood it was like work on monday and then it was like by tuesday it was like oh wait though <laughs> i know oh, there's still a bunch of bullshit and not even just like trump stuff but just like all the reality sort of slipping back in and just like covid and and thanksgiving and the numbers yes. and like what are plans and having to just like and it was just like the it was such a steep drop like the steep it felt like tuesday wednesday were these like drops where i was like what and then you're like second guessing yourself like well but we we won it's, it's good news and it was like yeah but there's still that's the whole point there's a lot of fucking bullshit right now look, to figure out we let our guard down for a moment <laughs> and we weren't prepared we felt joy for the first also, time in years also with like all the election stuff it is just like breaking up with a toxic abusive boyfriend oh my they're god like exactly. trying to destroy you until like they like finally move on to go destroy something else it truly did have that feeling of like uh yeah like just it's like better days are here at last and like everyone's literally singing and crying in the streets and then it was just like this motherfucker he is might he as still well, here <laughs> he might as well be in my driveway calling me a fat whore you know like <laughs> like it did feel like a guy like just w poking his head against your like outside your window being like bitch and being like i hate you please what did i do to you please go away I would do also, anything to not think about you also i like saw a picture like this is not like god bless uh everyone but I don't like Donald Trump at all. Um, I saw a picture of him today in his hair, and I thought to myself, I was like, well, if he ain't conceding, his hair dye sure did. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, has he been getting a rinse like old ladies? He's been getting a rinse. What's a rinse? It's a thing that old ladies used to do at the barber shop where the, it was like like a washout. So like they didn't have the the. the the, the the line of oh. dye so it would be like you don't want to go like a full-on like brunette because you're an older lady yeah. but you'll do like a rinse to make your hair look a beautiful nice silvery color or oh yeah i love he's that doing a rinse. he's and doing I, a rinse i only know it from like maybe um a movie that i've talked about too much guarding tests <laughs> I was ranting about guarding Tess on the day of the election results to Jess and her husband. I was like, you really got to watch it, guys. Uh, I and loved I've, it. 
wanted to ask you if you guys haven't. I think Not you would have told me. I if haven't you did. yet, but I will <laughs> tell you when I do because I will. You know, there's just you're not going to find a better Austin Pendleton movie. (laughs) And if anyone out there knows who Austin Pendleton is. Sounds fake. You're my friend. (laughs) He he looks like what you thought Ira Glass was going to look like before you saw him. So that's so funny, because when you were talking about Trump, I was thinking, I listened this weekend to some I like haven't listened to this American life in a really long time. And I listened to some this weekend and I was going to recommend to you separately. Like um, I listened to this one that's like it was a, a older, a couple weeks old or maybe from the summer. But it's it was so fascinating. It's it, it sounds heavy, but it was fascinating. Basically, it was about um, that woman, E. Jean Carroll, that journalist who's one of the women who's accused Trump of uh, hers is actually rape but it's she's part of that group that's like Mm -hmm. uh, come forward the 20 the the 20 many 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 women she's the most known she's like a well-known writer for the atlantic and is like this very esteemed journalist and so because people were not like paying attention and do not care about the story and the fact that our president former um has well, assaulted give many, us a many... couple more weeks <laughs> <laughs> she i guess did a whole series for the atlantic in the lead up to the election like interviewing she made a series interviewing all of the as many of the other um women as she could who would want to and so it's a written piece but for this american life she did an audio interview with another woman Ooh. who has also accused Trump of, of but hers is assault. And it, it's all very heavy, but they're, they are both in their mid-70s now, and they are the two most delightful. It's like two women sharing these crazy stories about Trump from the 80s and like the way that he assaulted them, which is horrifying, but they're such like confident old women and they're laughing so much about how like they knew as soon as they came forward, he was going to make fun of the way they looked and then there. And, but it's also funny because it's like, it's just a fascinating listen because they're like, um, E. Jean Carroll's like, I gotta say, like, I mean, I thought he was handsome. And the other one's like, (laughs) oh, I do not remember thinking that. And she's like, oh, he was blonde and tall. He had nice features. And they're like, they're like being so, they're they're just fascinating. And it's it's not ever making light. It's super heavy. But it's also about that thing of it being like a different time. And they also tell these stories about like, uh, to the one, the not, not Eugene, the other woman whose name I don't remember. Hers happened on a plane. And it's all about this former like this old airline where the, that was like so glamorous in the 70s and 80s Pan Am. All the, it wasn't Pan Am it was like a, a cool elite uh airline that I can't remember like Bronham or something where all the uh stewardesses wore Halston and it was like a fl- like it was this like chic like studio 54 in the sky <gasps> and what they used to do was that a lot a lot of times the stewardesses would come out to a coach and ask women like a club be like we actually have some room in first and they would leave seats empty to bring beautiful women up to first to sit next to the men <gasps> oh, as like no. eye candy. So it's this whole story about how she got like brought up to first. She ended up next to Trump. He like started pawing at her and, you know, like he assaulted her. And but it's all about the two of them also reminiscing about this weird time, you know, and like what it was like. Anyways, please go find it. I did a horrible job of summarizing it, but it's like 
uh, I just, and the whole thing made me remember how truly like this American life when it's like, when it's good, it's just so great. It's like the best of the best. Yeah. And you know, here's the thing about, I, not the thing it doesn't, I'm not, I don't need to give it a big preface of here's the thing. <laughs> I think I stopped listening, listening to this American life when they started posting repeats. Yeah. They and definitely like, do that a lot. That's not fair. Like, I know you want to get your advertising money, but like, that's not fair to people well, who've been listening forever. Well, then we it's like they carved out a difficult business model for themselves because it's really, really super produced radio content in a world of like relaxed podcasting. And like, I'm sure that they, that's hard on them, but it was, I had the same thing where it was be like, I definitely have heard this before, but it um, was, it is a weekly radio show too, yeah, I right? Know. It's like, well, I think he, he just got too famous and then he had other projects going on. I think on. that's exactly it. Cause he does. So I've seen him speak like twice. Like I do think he just like flies around and well used to, but uh, it was a he, reminder and it was such a nostalgia trip. I was like, all I did was like, listen to this in my twenties. When I was in New York, just riding yes. the subway. I listened to that and Savage Love. Yes. It was a real time machine. I was like, being on a road trip and listening to This American Life is like, uh, uh, teleports me. But it was a very, very fascinating piece. Uh, and there were just like confident older women and it made me want to be old in that way they're just I mean, like oh they're just delightful yeah they what the wisdom and the confidence that comes with just being like i've already done it all i don't she care keeps calling intermittently calling them both screech owls and old bats <laughs> she's like <laughs> think about old bats is <laughs> i was laughing so hard she's Why? more of a screech owl than an old bat i'm oh. more of an old bat what is an old bat? What does that mean? She sort of frames it as like, you know, your old deal. Like you're like what the reason she's talking about it in this case is because it's about like, I don't think I'm a hot young thing. I know that I'm a beautiful older woman, and but also like you're over it. You don't really give a shit about how society is like judging you because that's why they're talking about like how Trump was able to, and they play these clips of Trump, like making fun of like the idea yeah. of these women. It's like, did you see these? I would never pick these women. And they were like, well, yeah, you're showing a picture of pictures of us in our seventies. Like <laughs> that's not fair. And so they're trying to like parse that piece of it. Like it's not a, like they're like, we're not putting ourselves down, but also that's not the story. It happened in 1980. We look yeah. different. You look different. And so but that's I what mean, she's saying. Old baddiness is being like, Oh, please. But like, what does it have to do with bats is what I meant. Oh, I <laughs> sorry long wrong no, answer no no i liked hearing that because i was like is it because they're like just hanging out waiting to scare you <laughs> well because baddie is a word too like we should we'll get to the root of it because it, it is a funny yeah what I is the connection to bats a baddie is like kind of like flighty <laughs> like yeah i know a person that i would call baddie we both know this person <laughs> You know exactly who I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, that's a baddie yes. person. So yeah, it says baddie. The dictionary definition of baddie is crazy insane. You drive oh. me baddie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mentally unstable. Crazy. Well, then maybe it's root. Maybe it's root. I liked it. it sounds Mad, a crazy, silly. Uh, <laughs> Wait. I, kind of, I definitely thought it was different. Can I want to segue this into... I want to segue baddiness into an experience I had last night in my okay. home. Go for it. 
Okay, so I have I bragged about getting two bidets. <laughs> I... <laughs> She's got two bidets in one butthole. Please put your hands together. <laughs> <laughs> what has two bidets? <laughs> um, so, and then I also have some security cameras because yes. I am living alone for the first time, and it's not that I think someone is going to come into my house. What it's for is when I wake up in the middle of the night and I in a state of like half sleep, half panic, think that I'd rather just look at my phone and then go mm. back to sleep mm. instead of like, like you hear something you mean? Yeah, I live in an old house and it creaks and there's critters yeah. in the attic and like, you know, it's just like nothing and nothing that's actually dangerous. But it does like but just that moment, at least in the dark in your bed, that, to like, not have yeah. to be like, what is that? Yeah, that 3 I hate that feeling. Yeah, that feeling at 3 a.m. when you're all alone and you're like, am I going to go investigate? Ugh. Mm. So I was like, I'll just get the I'll get the thing and I'll have an app on my phone and be like, oh, it's nothing good. Yeah. Go to bed. So I was like, I can't really do any of it. I tried to put the bidet in together my toilet and then water just went all over my bathroom and I was like well this isn't happening so I just turned the water off and then was like I guess I don't use the bathroom in my room anymore okay Uh, (laughs) but I immediately like set an appointment with the task rabbit so oh smart okay he came last night and it was originally for 7 30 and I was like that's fine then I was like it's really dark and it's a stranger in my house that's weird setting up your bidet (laughs) yeah but he came a little early and he was actually very nice we we you know he was only able to put one of the bidets in because the other one I have a toilet that's like very 70s weird sleek shaped and it's just not you can't fit a normal it doesn't fit normal things in it and it's very Ugh. frustrating it sounds like a pain but so when he starts setting up the security cameras we're like you know he's in like the main space with me and we're chatting and like you know i don't know how sometimes i i don't, I don't know if i pushed it i feel like he laid some he had the breadcrumb trails there <laughs> we started talking about ghost stories and like <laughs> i i think it honestly started with like us talking about earthquakes and then he was like i've only lived here a year and a half but i'm from trinidad so mm. and then like he like laid enough little like hints about things that made him feel scared about trinidad that i was like we're talking about ghosts but <gasps> great i love a ghost story we were talking yeah, that's me, great for you kevin and i were getting along great but then the conversation detours very sharply into um, maybe 45 minute lecture about the earth being flat. No, <laughs> you met a flat earther. And then I was like, okay, 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 okay. I, I, and he kept being like, no, but listen, no, but listen. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, and we no. were having like, truly, he was talking about how like men are need to like listen to women. Like he was like, you know, being like, I used to be so toxic. Like we're having a good conversation. And then he's like, no, 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 no. There's a dome. <laughs> no. And then he's like, and he's like, that's why when you fly, you fly from here to here because that's it's a it's all round dome. It's round. No. It's not a sphere. Marzi, no. And then he's like, and there's other Earths too. And I was like, but what are they on? And he's like, aliens made it. Aliens are God. I'm so. They made it. 
sad to not have i would i would die to watch this conversation i honestly what like was, what were you placating like okay or were you like no like I, what how were you responding in the moment because because it's also someone in your home yes providing a service it's complicated yes, yes. well i was like okay uh-huh Okay, but I have a question now. <laughs> okay, Quick follow-up. Explain stars to me. Do you think someone painted them up there or, or what? What's happening? <laughs> I can't believe you got to meet a real life. There was a doc that everyone was talking about. I'm blanking on the name. There was like a couple months ago, the, the, the Flat Earther yeah. doc. It might be um, called Earthers or something like that. But those people, like one, it's very funny because like the guys in it are very serious and then they meet just the right amount of crazy people and they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's behind the curve. Okay. If anyone uh, is is curious, it's it's a doc about the people who believe in the, the idea of a flat earth. Um, and it is it's not like the most polished doc, but it is fascinating and full of true characters like the yes. kind you just cannot make up yes absolutely but uh, i do gotta say like i i whenever i meet someone like that and i've met so many people who he wasn't even like being like i, I don't like he believes what he believes like i don't agree with him but he certainly was not a crazy person in my home he was very no, no. lovely uh he worked he was a music producer he worked with diddy you know oh we, my god <laughs> you guys covered everything oh yeah yeah he shook my hand i was like oh no oh man we're not doing that in covid that's tough, that's <laughs> but, tough. He but i was meant like well. you know but i was like you know what hands can be washed it's not a big deal yeah. uh but I had a chiropractor once tell me that he used biomeditation to stop breathing for two hours. And then he realized he didn't really need to do that. So it's fine. <laughs> he stopped doing it. He's like, there was no benefit. So I didn't do it again. I just wanted to see if I could. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. And he was like, I've broken 37 bones in my body and I've never taken a pain medication or gotten a cast. <laughs> And weird for you man weird for you when people tell me something that sounds like a little like that's kooky i go huh interesting tell me tell more me about more. that tell me more <laughs> that should be you do not need another podcast but that will be one of your podcasts someday hmm. interesting interesting comma tell me more huh i've never heard that that is a I don't know about that. Like you never say anything that's like aggressively intag. Like you never like well, you, dispute a, it hard. You just were like, well, it's I don't like know. why you're a great improviser because <laughs> that's like one of the rules of improv for, for anyone who's not a, an improv dork like me and Marcy is it's like based on the idea. One of the things is a true, I think is really important, which is like, you know, you never in real life when people start most of the time, if a stranger turns to you and starts talking to you or someone you sort of know or know very well, starts talking about something that is like very odd or strange, you rarely go like shut up or stop talking or what <laughs> you don't most people don't and that you always do uncover more if you're like, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, hmm. go on. Yeah. Well, I so like do you do you have a bidet then a functional i have one at or least two? 
I have one. The okay. other bathroom doesn't, but that's fine. And then my security cams, guys, I love them. You can like I'm happy for you. There's this big spotlight on them, so you can like turn a light on and be like, oh, "I'm watching you." Or there's a microphone, so I can be like, "I'm watching you." Or that's there's a siren. Cool. There's a siren, so it could be like, "Oh shit, people are coming for you." So, oh my god, Marcy, see this is. Look, this is important for people who live alone, for women. This is empowering that you do also, not have to like live in in like the fear of the other and the outside. Great for pranks, though. Great I was going to say, largely, it sounds perfect for pranks. <laughs> It'll be a matter of time before someone hacks into it, and then all of a sudden, someone's screaming at me while I'm podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen those videos of like someone hacking a baby monitor? And he's like, yes. "Hey, baby, wake <laughs> up!" It's so fucked up and it's so funny. It's I know. wrong. It's, it's very wrong. bad. Okay, we I talked about it. We long gotta time. go. We gotta I'm get sorry. into this stuff. No, I'm so I, sorry. Are you kidding? Listen, it's the end of the year. This year's been truly psycho. Uh we do what we want, I guess. Um but I mean, I'm doing what I want. That's what I wanna do. Everything um, in my house that I wanna do, I'm doing it. Literally, I did a thing again today, which is that I bought another key lime pie on a Sunday just for <gasps> myself. Oh, I've just started key lime pie Sundays because I'm like, I want it. I think about it and I want it. I ordered a bunch of pasta on Friday because I wanted it. And then today I was like, now I want a key lime pie and I want it. Where did you, same place? Gelson's. Okay. You're, you should start like digging in to see this, where if you can find the best key lime well, pie. Well, that's why I was like now, because I did house of pies last time and it was good, but not quite the consistency I was mm-hmm. looking for. And then I, uh, I was like, I think Gelson's has good baked goods. Um, and did a Gelson's stop and was like, yes, this is exactly what a, so far Gelson's is far in the lead of the two, but key lime pie Sundays might be at least maybe not a weekly, but a somewhat of a tradition moving forward. Cause it literally makes the day so nice. I mean, if anyone has any hot tips on key lime pies, tell me where to go. I want to go. I'm this is I'm happy to do this for the rest of my life. Is it like South Florida where you go for Key Lime Pies? Yes, well we've been to Key West and that was like the whole, our whole Florida trip we like I ate I, that's I've always liked Key Lime Pie but then we did a Florida trip to Christmases ago and stayed in Key West and it's like Key Lime is everywhere. Everything's Key Lime, Key Lime, Key, key Lime. Key Lime. Key Lime, Key Lime, Key Lime. Um and now I think about it constantly. Okay, enough Key Lime, Jessica. Let's start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 22 22 minutes in well there's not a lot of news because yeah they also sprung something on us this is is the finale guys did you know this was the finale we sure did it all of a sudden we went from like 22 episodes to all of a sudden eight these lazy pieces of shit you know what's disgusting about it to me jess what is that it's only for the, this because this could still be season 18. It's all the same. Like nothing has yes. changed about the themes of it. Like these nope. disgusting people want it so badly to say they had 20 seasons that they made two bullshit short seasons. And I bet you anything season 20 is going to be 10 or less. I think you are 100% right. I think this is what you call phoning it in and it is so like I, I I can't I can't I mean it's fine I'm still not really that into them they're on my nerves still so I'm like 
okay to watch less of them on the whole but it's like this is i mean it is truly what is it going a whimper not a bang or whatever out out like well i was like it's the opposite of in like a lion out like a no it's in like a lamb out like a lion but they're doing in like a lion out like a lamb yes it's such a like just yeah petering out so it's yeah things feel very slow and sleepy yes but we're here we're did, still doing it <laughs> we're still doing it did you i happened to watch the seven minute birthday vlog i also watched it i did and i my takeaway is that billionaires are basic <laughs> I, that's funny i kind of had the same thing where i was just like oh that's it when that's we're like do? spinning around in a circle screaming don't stop believing i was like yeah yes. i was 20 before what are you doing i was like oh so like every wedding like but I, it's just in the most beautiful place i mean yes would i want to go to a private island absolutely and it looked nice but i was like you guys are boring like That's also like to so think funny. of like kanye west being like having to listen to journey songs that had been played hundreds and thousands of times a day every single day and everybody like to be yes. like does kanye like journey like don't stop to see like the glee cover of it like what like, where <laughs> how where what is this <laughs> i had truly the same thought where i was like oh they're kind of lame like they're in a way that's normal you know yes, but they're not yes. like that they're just normal but they just have too much money but they're normal should people. i should i not say basic anymore and just say it's essential like you know it's just essential like you know like how amazon or target has their essentials just be like look you're not a basic you're just an essential bitch you're an essential (laughs) bitch (laughs) yeah it was funny because like it i watched the whole thing expecting it to like make my blood boil all over again and it didn't i was like I watched the whole thing. It was interesting. I liked seeing the outfits. I loved the scenery. And but I was just kind of like, okay. Oh. I just went on vacation. I've been on vacation before. I, I remember I it. it. It was nice. I don't know. Nice. That, that <laughs> looks like to- a better vacation in a nicer place, but like this is not like yeah, this is not beyond my comprehension in terms yes. of like how and what they got up to. It was like, oh, you kayaked and sang drunk in a nicer place than I'll probably ever get to go to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, they had a, they got to like put a bunch of my vacations into one for them. Yeah. They got my they had like a, a, a greatest hits vacation. Yes. That's why Journey was playing. It's one of the greatest hits. So it yes. makes it's all I did cry when they watched the Robert hologram. It was cool to see, even though I still feel like it's the weirdest gift in the world. Well, hearing her. Yes. Like, I think that, that part where the lights come up and you see like hearing and the, she's from like, the like, what is something it? gonna it's something gonna jump out. <laughs> The arc of just knowing that she doesn't know yet and that also that Kanye wasn't there is so insane, like that she's watching it like and he's not there. And then like because he it comes was later in the trip, but he's not uh, in the room there. And there's like an assistant or somebody is like, it's from Kanye. Um, like, a, And it's just a few women in the room. It's not yeah. it's like Courtney, Chloe and Chris yeah. and like a couple of other people who I didn't catch. I mean, for as we talked about it a lot but it's like for as bizarre as it is can you imagine having no expectation and suddenly seeing that like you're a deceased parent oh yeah i cried a lot i cried a lot watching it 
it's I it's stunning. Like in your how would your brain ever prepare for the experience of that? You know, well, honestly, like I'm glad in the vlog she didn't leave in the fart stuff, <laughs> and that Kanye's Pee-pee? a genius. I forgot the word. Pee-pee? and genius. Um, yeah. so yeah, I watched that. So you were telling me you have an actual hard copy of Us Weekly. You can't see it. I'm showing it on the screen to Marcy. I well, did a thing I never do, which is I bought on my same trip for pie. I bought this week's Us Weekly, um, because. Our girl was on the cover, Kimmy, and she doesn't really, she's not really on covers that much. I also just don't really ever buy hard tabloids anymore. This was my whole life was buying Us Weeklies before. Um, And the cover is a picture of Kim looks beautiful, but she's got sort of a neutral face. And the headline, so the cover story is forced to live a lie inside her tortured world why one billion dollars can't buy kim happiness trapped with kanye in a broken home kylie's cruel snub ruined 40th birthday (laughs) (laughs) and i was telling marcy before her recording it's like there really isn't a story like it almost felt like they like thought they had a story when they decided to make it the cover and then like change their minds or something pulled out Because it's sort of like just an accumulation of the things we already know, like about how Kanye's meltdown during his like uh, presidential run, talking about North. And it's kind of just like a grab bag of stuff. Um, But there isn't really. So it's like it's the title of the story is Reality Bites. Insiders say the star may be hiding the truth about her troubled marriage with Kanye West. But honestly, there's nothing that anyone who follows it's like it was for I feel like maybe for people who don't follow Kim's life, like it was like just all the stuff like Kanye's a handful. His mental illness is a lot that he was like the, the headline is Kanye, basically. Wait, I just like put something together and maybe everyone else already has. But so Kanye got covid and was very sick in March, correct? Mm-hmm. And then the like meltdown stuff happened in June. I think so. I don't remember. I don't know the timeline exactly, but there, I just was reading this article about the psychiatric effects of COVID that within like mm. 90 days, people have like all these psychiatric uh, issues that some have never had before. Or some are exacerbated and like that, that is like one of the lasting effects of COVID. And it makes sense wow, that yeah. that might have pushed him to another episode. I believe it. Cause it was, I mean, it was, I mean, it's true. already, I- you know, struggles with it um, and doesn't medicate. So that's, that's already like, yeah. So I bet having a bunch of high fevers is not great for no chemistry. No, I mean, and it, and it is like it, we've, you know, it's, there's been so much that has happened in the last couple months. So it's like, it already feels like a lifetime ago, but like he scream cried, you know, as he ran for president he scream cried about, almost aborting his now seven-year-old daughter and like it was one of the big like a true unraveling even for kanye yeah but i i yeah i I was just thinking about the physiological like yeah uh ripple effect like just me having that bad fever a few weeks ago like my period's all fucked up now it's like and i'm like 
steady Eddie. Like it's so, I was like, why am I not having like this is so weird. Well, and then um, looked it up and I was like, oh, that your body will be like not safe. Don't ovulate. Well, and like that is I think what we're learning more and more about COVID is that like there are the recovery is very different and like there are crazy long-term pieces like and not to scare anyone who has no, had I think it that's or the whole point is there are people who have bounced back and then there are people who have like a variety of more long-term stuff <laughs> it's really the whole novel part of it that makes it fucked guys <laughs> like that's what i like try to like explain to f- friends and family members who aren't like it's like no the humans it's not that you've never had it humans have never had it (laughs) so like a lot of other viruses our humans have like figured out like our bodies in our dna has figured out how to like attack it and so it doesn't destroy a bunch of different systems in our body this is new and our body has no information on how to like keep this shit contained because i bet if you go like if scientists were able to do the same kind of studies that they can do now in like 1913 and 14 they would have been like holy shit the spanish flu causes a bunch of other things that we didn't realize yeah and maybe someone did that study jess And I just don't know about it. Now I'm stupid. <laughs> you don't have to know everything. Well, the headline is save your money. This there's no story to this Us Weekly cover that looked very juicy. I will say this, and and I don't want to spend too much more time on this because there are other things to do. I think that it's more the story itself is not really anything, but I think the fact that the story is on the cover is what I'm tr- more interested in. There is a reason someone, an editorial calendar had Kim as a placeholder. And it may, it, it's the question I'm turning over is that we know, and we talk a lot about how like they're the trusted, the people in us weekly, those are vetted through publicists most of the time or planted or they, they are purpose driven uh, as opposed to just like selling the the rep the relationships with the celebrities they cover are too delicate so it makes me wonder if there was a plan maybe like to start laying the groundwork for Kim's divorce or something like that because basically that's where the story ends is like she might divorce Kanye still she might not like she'll decide she does things her own way is like there's nothing there but it just makes me kind of like was this sort of set in motion to start like by the you know chris jenner industrial complex to start like laying the kim storyline for divorce well you it doesn't saw feel that, to like, me that they're getting divorced anytime soon but, but we definitely... saw that cryptic meme which one the one that kim posted it's the only story like in that like normally there's like 40 of her stories together but it was like one lone story this weekend that said you didn't go through all this for nothing Mm, I didn't see it. It's Facebook more... memes from girls <laughs> from high school. <laughs> I think it's just like if it was any, if it was not Us Weekly, it's just my my spidey sense is like that's weird. It's weird to put like a non-story where there's no meat, there's no hook. It's all old stories basically at this point. So it's either just like because they had nothing else. Or that there's something afoot because it's an Us Weekly just doesn't run that like a big Kim mm. might divorce Kanye cover story yeah. with forced to live a life. So, well, I don't know. 
I think they're it's all weird. out of whack when it comes to like the storylines they're showing us on TV versus what's happening in real life. Like, for instance, Chloe has unfollowed Tristan Thompson <laughs> this week, the week of reconciliation in their season the, finale. The big finale reconciliation. And then, yes. Yeah, so so walk us through this because we did all the Larsa d- details last week. Well, I mean, this is a alleging that 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 the connection is after like Lars's interview and then Chloe unfollows Tristan as if like finding out that he dated Larsa would be a big issue. We know that she didn't mind who he was dating when she met him. And also wasn't they an were issue. Made, how how could she not if that was true? How could she not have known that? I can't imagine anything Larsa said in that interview about Tristan was news to Chloe. It's a red herring. It's nothing to do with Larsa. Right? I think that bad boy has done something else. But they because also it's know an, that we all notice when they don't. Like, that's so But let so me tell crazy. you. Okay. So, basically, the only people still following Tristan are Malika who we know really is pulling for them. Yep. She's projecting a lot of her own abandonment issues onto <laughs> Chloe and trying to fix it. Absolutely. Um, so Malika, Kim, and Courtney, Rob, and Corey, and that's it. No Chris. No Chris, no Kendall, no Kylie. Not no. even Food God. Wow. This no is, Scott. I think, this is juicy. Uh-huh. Cause I was like, wait, 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 wait. Cause I was like, wait, Kim still follows him. And and I think Kim still follows him because of the whole like follow unfollow. She's yes. like, we it became like a whole big thing. But Chloe is not following the father of her child. Um, her little sisters. And for Kylie and Kendall, like that seems like a reactionary, like young person, like fuck this guy. Yeah. I think that motherfucker burst the bubble with his dick. <laughs> well put it they know that there are people whose whole lives are checking to see who follows and unfollows like mm-hmm. in the world of celebrity that is now its own full pr move like these are this is they know that it's noticed it's not it is it is there there's no surprise so it is now, absolutely Tristan, <laughs> telling that something has happened. Tristan is following everyone, though. So, yeah, but he I'm not surprised. But uh, for Chloe to not follow Tristan and if it does end up being that it happened the week of this reconciliation episode. Oh, my God. The timing well, for all of her stuff with him is so fucked. Always. Chris is the bigger one. Yeah. But maybe it's not cheating because Malika, Kim, and Courtney are still following. Right. I feel like it's fishy. It's fishy. Okay. It's well, got a stench up in here. It's got... This is uh, this is now become the mo- most interesting s- story about the family so, right now. To like piggyback on that, Larsa <laughs> Pippen can't get enough. She got a taste of attention last week and then she said, well, you know what else? Well, I've got COVID and it's bad, guys. It's real bad. And granted, now, might she have COVID? She probably, she could. There, yeah. These people are running wild in Malibu, going to Nobu, like it ain't nobody's business. <laughs> but I really do feel like she is 
very much lapping up the all eyes on me because normally she doesn't get attention at all unless she's getting a divorce no. or and then she, living with the, Courtney. <laughs> and she got major headlines for this interview that we, we talked about last week too. And we talked about that. Like, oh, is this the beginning of of Larsa on the scene? But how funny that your follow-up is, I had COVID. <laughs> I, I'm not accusing her of faking illnesses. No. Although one of my favorite things in the world is to accuse people of faking illnesses. It's very fun. I was just uh, talking about doing it earlier that I was like, someone announced they had cancer. Never heard about the cancer ever again. <laughs> well, it is just this strange thing in, in the world of like celebrities and, and that the way that they announce stuff or like admit that they had had it in the past. It's like, it's a strange piece of this all now, but yes, yeah, so she posted on her stories. I've been battling COVID for a week. It's no joke. I've never felt pain like this exclamation mark on November 13th and then deleted it. And a couple hours later, that's why I kind of think it's not real. It's very strange. Well, it says us weekly can confirm that the reality TV personality tested positive. But how would they have confirmed that? That's so Maybe weird. I think they called her reps and her reps were like, she's on the men. She's doing better. Yeah. But me thinks that she got her timeline messed up and like she had <laughs> plans or like has been see like she's saying she's been really sick for a week and people are like, bitch, you have been out. <laughs> well, I mean. I wish Larsa was more interesting overall, yes. but we're <laughs> definitely getting heaps of Larsa. Did you see my like headline into it that I wrote yes. in, in this week's this bitch, this bitch, <laughs> Larsa back for more. Just <laughs> laughing up the milky attention that she's getting. Can you blame her? turns out you can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, Talk. I this one I didn't know. This the I didn't see this. The party? I didn't Oh. I Chloe, thought you told me about it. No, I did <gasps> not know this. Okay, well, the Kardashians, Chloe has confirmed the Kardashians are planning to have their Christmas Eve party and they're going to use rapid covid tests to make sure everyone is safe. Truly fuck off i am so sick of these people sorry i'm gonna hold it together also just why you talk about it i don't need to know about it i don't want to hear about it that is modeling bad behavior nobody has access to these goddamn tests stop throwing parties if we're confused if anyone out there is like what's the big deal they're being safe the big deal is that right now there are hospitals that are at capacity for COVID patients. There is no ICU beds in Oklahoma, in the state of Oklahoma today. Just and as a head, just so everybody understands. I have a very dear family friend who had a child in the family test positive for COVID after getting sick. They got a test and the child has been exposed to elderly people in the family and they can't get tests that easy the doctor was like well let's just see if you develop so like they can't even put their minds at ease because they cannot get tests where they are it's a big to do and they're like let's save them for people that are sick so that we can confirm what kind of sick they are and so even if these people were like okay you're mad we'll donate the same amount of covid tests it's like no that's not the point this is not like a vision board. Uh, ab abundance means everyone can have some. 
there's a finite amount of tests in America and you're wasting them on a fucking party. It's also just like, it's the same thing as, as Kim's trip. It's like, fine, you're going to do it fine. And, and Kendall's birthday party and all of it. It's like, it's about the modeling. It's showing people that you exist and you live by different, like Thanksgiving is next week. And like so many people I know are not seeing their families, no. are not traveling. People, just, grandparents don't get to meet babies. So many people are though. I know, but there are, it will be, there is so much suffering that people are so fucked for jobs and money. This is like, and it's about the like, just because you can doesn't mean you have to. And that their tone deafness is what like grates on me. And that it's like, that it's like, if you're going to do it, I expect the Kardashians to be massive consumers and like keep Mindy Weiss in business through the pandemic. But it's about the like the flagrant like and that's the thing. It's it's this. So I guess it was in response to a fan expressing concern that the party would be canceled. And she wrote back, I pray not. I think it will have to be way smaller, obviously. And I'm totally fine with that. But we're definitely celebrating Christmas. It will just have to be small and safe. Maybe do rapid testing before. So it's this idea of like, yes, that is tech. Like I hear her thinking she's saying the right things. But it's like, just stop showing us what you guys get to do. And what nobody else gets to do. It just indicates that they don't know how badly everyone else is still suffering. Just because restaurants are open does not mean it's safe. And I get it. It's a mixed fucking message. It's wrong. And it's not everyone's fault. No one is telling people how to behave and they're taking cues from what is going on in their town. So like, I guess we still go places. Right. And just a heads up, in this article it says, by the way, rapid COVID tests cost upwards of $140 per test and that they have been found to detect only about 32% per, of positive cases. So it's like, woof. So, and it's the thing is, it's like, even this past week, uh, Governor Newsom uh, of California had to apologize. Mm, mm, he had mm. to apologize because he went to a outdoor dinner in Napa at the famed restaurant French Laundry uh, with like a party of more than 10 people, uh, some of his family, but it was a friend and like coworker. And, and it was like one of those things where it's like, yeah, he, he adhered technically to all of the regulations that that restaurant, but his own state has put out. And also, no, you're the governor and you're telling people to not celebrate Thanksgiving, not travel. Don't go to French Laundry and have a big fun dinner. Like, also, that sucks. And he ought to, and he didn't. He apologized and he said he shouldn't have gone. And here's the reason why I, I'm like, this is very stupid. Because um, these tests, again, are not 100% accurate masks are not a hundred percent protective social distancing is not a hundred percent protective uh all of these things are all good and not perfect and i'm sure you've heard about the swiss cheese model right jess i like this this is this helped my brain a lot so the swiss cheese model is essentially like you have this cheese these slices of cheese and there's holes in them so their virus can get through right there's different ways that they're fallible um 
So like mask, okay, it's going to stop a lot of it, but there's still little holes. So there might be a little bit, but if we're distant for more than six feet, that can also stop a lot of it, but there's still going to be some places where there might be holes that lined up. Okay. So, um, then we practice really good hygiene and like, you know, like it's all these things that like, you don't just get like, okay, you can do whatever you want, but don't deceive yourself into thinking you're being safe when we don't have a handle on this. <laughs> it's just a really crazy time. And like everyone's sick of being told what to do. Everyone's sick of yeah. being inside. Everyone's sick of it. Of course, everyone's probably sick of hearing us talk about it. And yeah. guess what? I'm sick of thinking about it, but this family fucking forces us to because they shove everything in our face. So just so that's clear, it's like everybody, they, I'm sure that they it's also it, we're it's, not talking about them going out to dinner with like another with, no like this is not like a whole Christmas party it's a, a huge, fucking party and that means all of the unwashed masses of calabasas are going to be all listening to journey <laughs> And it's about the things that we talked about last week where it's like, and this happened in this episode too that we'll get to where it's like, it, it's about, yes, it's people who accept jobs and stuff, but it's like, it's about like the staff. It's about the yes. co- the people who have to cook. It's about the like, in order for those people to get to have an extravagant, silly Christmas party, people's lives are at risk. Uh, people who take the, say yes because they need to work. And it is like, I know it's complicated and the whole restaurant piece of like, well, what happens if we don't go, if we don't patronize? But it's like, that is not the solve in my book, which yeah. is to throw the party. I mean, it's one thing when people like Hollywood is doing rapid testing and going to work because yes. people are working, work, working like, and I have friends that get tested. Um, I have a friend that gets tested every single day, rapid tests. And then the, the like longer, the like big, the real test three times a week. Yeah. And, like, and it's, and, again, and then she doesn't see people any the like, thing and it's like and that's for work and it's like it's just it's anyways i like saw that christmas he, thing and was and like, also like guys blech. if you want to like make plans with people like and you trust them and you're like okay we have it all set like we're gonna isolate test uh and then be together like that makes sense but like you know these people aren't isolating we see them out <laughs> it's just like it's silly and i'm sick of it and yeah i'm sick of them in the pandemic it's literally <laughs> using up valuable resources too oh. okay okay before we hop into this should we take a break let's take a break okay jessica my friend marcy i mean i want to talk about a thing i love which is the world of lashes oh you know me you gotta know the lashes are a big a big to do and oh, they yes. always have been and i that's everyone has their thing and some for some it's it's the world of lipstick or what have you i, I love lashes i i was i've always been the first in line whether it's lash extensions whether it's latisse what have you i love 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 the feeling of big full long 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 lashes uh and especially now that we've been in this crazy wild pandemic for so long mm-hmm. it's it's becomes a part of your face that is even more attention you care so much there's so much expression in that part of the face and lashes ooh baby they do the job they send it home but it's not that easy you know that's the thing extensions take hours if you want to do strips you've got glue magnets are hard to figure out and honestly it's one of those things that i especially now who has the time who has the energy but 
I found something very fun and exciting, and I want to talk about it with you, which is Larev Butte's Lash System. Uh, it's a whole new way to do lashes, and I am ecstatic. Yes, these are pressure-sensitive adhesive technology mystique eyeliner that allows Larev lashes to pop right on. It's just like any other eyeliner. It's waterproof, it's smudge-proof, and it's not sticky or messy. If you have spent your time trying to put those strips on with T-minus a clock ticking down before a party, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you can put on eyeliner, you can use these lashes, and they come in six... The eyeliner comes in six different colors to choose from, including clear which is very versatile. Very versatile, and you can do the Butte box offer. So there's fresh lashes and eyeliner every single month, which I would say is the best way to experience the lash system. And you subscribe to your own Butte box. It's two lashes and one Mystique eyeliner will be delivered to your door every month, as well as a free cosmetic product each month, and that's a special little treat. Now, isn't it? It's nice, and it's customizable. Subscribers get to choose their lash style and liner color each month, so you can try them all. You can be the expert. Flexible plans worth over $120, but starting at just $73 a month. And today, we're offering our listeners an extra set of lashes and Mystique eyeliner when you subscribe to the Beauté box. That's three sets of lashes and two liners in your very first box. I know you're going to love this lash system as much as I do. Go to larevbutecom slash it and use code Cardishonit at checkout to get extra set of lashes and Mystique Eyeliner. That's L-E-R-E-V-E-B-E-A-U-T-E dot com slash Cardishonit. Shall we dig into a season finale we didn't know was happening? I got my shovel. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> just like the amount of like eye strain I have from rolling my eyes at these people's rough. <laughs> I when mean, I need glasses. <laughs> they, I mean, talk, truly said it, but this is, I mean, what a phoned in season. Um, so we have a few storylines, the kind of the main one, I, I guess there isn't necessarily, Two. but we got Chloe and Tristan. Yeah. yeah. Chloe and Tristan, what is their deal? And then we've got Scott. Yeah. Scott, what's it. going? So let's start with Chloe and Tristan. You know, we yeah. have we're starting at the top. Cold open. It's their first workout. Chloe hasn't worked out in twenty days. What if she gets fat and ugly? No one loves her, guys. I mean, it's in honestly insane to even imagine uh, what what, if? what she what her value could possibly be to the world and to anyone in her life. <laughs> so she's like, "Don't worry, guys. We're social distancing." And he's like, "No, we're not. We're only three feet apart." <laughs> it's like. Tristan, you're so cute and dum 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 dum. There are are there like the the more we like have Tristan on camera, it's like such a refreshing weird thing to realize. Like, oh, you're like a young dummy. Like you're really yeah. young, and you're like a young guy in your twenties. Like he's you like are charm. Not, yeah, yeah. He's like charming and not the bright. He's like basically like Shep from <laughs> Southern Charm. He is. He's like a, he's a Kardashian world Shep. Uh, but we, so we start, you know, yeah, we definitely kind of feel out their vibe. They're laughing. Yeah. They're very like, and we've all seen it. It's been building towards it. We know, we know, we yeah. know. They're quarantining, but he's still in his own house. Sure, sure, sure. So, all right. <laughs> so 
skip to Tristan, Chloe, True. It's Easter Sunday and also yeah. True's birthday. Yes. Um, they had to cancel True's planned party. Um, She's very sad. I'm sure it would have been a $600,000 party. She said that she did not miss the 150 people. And I'm sure that I'm sure when you stop doing bullshit like that, that's just like hemorrhaging money I mean, that you're like, I guess it's sort of nice to stay. Maybe I'm just like so lazy and uh, almost agoraphobic that I'm like staying in. So sounds- nice. Well, especially <laughs> when your kid is turning two, you yeah. know, and it's like, I, look, I, I, I'm sh- I know the party is also for the parent too, and that's important. But you know, it is like, uh, yeah, you you still have a lot of time to throw the big ones, but yes. then they'll remember it. Um, but it is a really sweet scene, and it's this like, yeah, it's just the three of them. It's just uh, Tristan, uh, Chloe, and True, and she's got all these trolls gift. The trolls and the the car car Jenner. Uh, grandchildren are strong connection. There's a oh, real yes. bond between these trolls and these kids. Do you they, think that if we gave them access to our friend Rachel Bloom, we could get like some? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I never thought about that. We, that, get, like, we could be we like, know, we have an in. <laughs> we know somebody that would like absolutely floor the Kardashian family. <laughs> children, just Stormy. the children. Yeah, Stormy <laughs> and True would lose their mind. <laughs> yeah, we know the bad girl troll. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cute when she was like thank you kiki yeah she got some shoes from kim and thanked her and um yeah we see her have a nice little birthday now did you catch this easter egg hunt of the yeah. disick children yes <laughs> rain was like opened up an easter egg that he found a 20 dollar bill <laughs> I thought this was the funniest little interstitial. It's like Rain being like a true wild man running around with his long hair, which is no longer. And then there's this cut to Penelope just like staring forward, sitting. Yeah. And Rain, Rain's like, what's this? He's like that. And Scott's like, that's the picture of the car you're going to get when you're 16. And Penelope goes, I want to get a car when I'm 16. <laughs> the dynamic. It's so set. It's just set. It's so Gosh, set. I hate to think that I'm like, you know, characterizing this child as like a stone cold bitch but i really think this is like i've babysat children for truly like at this point very near 30 years i started too young look this is are who they are yeah Exactly. Not always. Sometimes they change. But yeah. like I was telling you a story earlier and I was like, as a teenager, I was the exact same person as a yeah. as a five year old. I was like personality stuck always. I mean, I think that's I think that's why, like the older you get, the more you recognize that you see a kid and you're like, oh, I know you. I've met you. I know you. I definitely know you. But also, look, they put their kids on the show. What can we do? We're what just can working we with what they're showing us. <laughs> um, so we have Chloe and Chris on the phone while Chloe's painting. They're planning Courtney's caravan birthday, birthday party. Right. This is this is how much they don't like Courtney. They weren't willing to kill people for her. <laughs> yeah, there were no rapid test conversations <laughs> about Courtney. They're like, let's drive. And we, yeah, we have, so we. The next conversation is Chloe talking with Malika on the phone. There's a lot of phone calls in this app, Jess. <laughs> yes, there are. Oh, wait, but first in that Zoom, I think that we, we also then have this part where they start grilling Chloe about Tristan. 
Oh, right? yes. Sorry, and sorry, sorry. Yes. No, no, no. The, it's a tricky one because a lot of this is broken up into these weird little Zooms. So, yeah. So we have Chris, Chloe, Kendall, Scott, and Rob on this Zoom. Strange little crew getting paid to Zoom. <laughs> and um, they, Chloe is putting on makeup while they're Zooming. And so that leads them to be like, why are you putting on makeup? Where are you going? What are you doing? Oh, and Rob's like, oh, Tristan's coming over. <laughs> and it's like pretty normal, like good-natured ribbing. And then... Then Scott just openly asks, do we think that um, with her mother, Chris, we know this family doesn't give a fuck. But Scott asks, what are how much who thinks that Chloe and Tristan have slept together? And they're all like, I do. I do. And everybody does. And Chloe, like, adamantly basically explains that they have not slept together again yet and that they've only pecked. And it's i mean it's interesting i believe her also it's just so weird like the whole context is weird and she says like he would like to and she says no because she's not sure how she feels and she doesn't want to confuse him and then chris is like look you're not wasting his time no one's dating right now and then rob goes oh yeah you're not allowed to leave the house (laughs) and i was like he forgot didn't he he forgot he had no idea because he lives quarantine yeah he doesn't know it's happened. That was him finding out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I was like, the other way to take it is he's like, yeah, no one's leaving the house. <laughs> <laughs> In big quotes. <sighs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we have to shoot the show ourselves on Zoom. The, That's like, right. The smallest thing tickled me in the beginning of the conversation when Scott's like, hey, Kitty, we rented a house in Malibu. You should come visit. She goes, oh, oh, my God. Do you have a private beach? This made me so mad because this is like only a thing rich people would ask. Like the whole deal with lots of places, not just Malibu, but fancy fucking places is this fight over public private beach in California. The beaches are public as they are in a lot. And it's a huge deal. And like, there's a, there's a lot of great like uh, stories about this because it's all about how rich people try to make beaches private and it's mostly illegal. It's part of like the state of California are these beaches. But it's a, there's a doc I had watched about how like rich people in Malibu will literally put up like fake street signs, put cones out, obstruct things so that like people cannot find their way to the beach. On the other hand, I mean, of course, if you pay $30 million for a house, it's weird if people are walking in front of your property. But that's how beaches work. And I like, mean, I let people walk in front of and drive in front of my property. That's how it works. It's the state. I let them put the their garbage cans across from my property oh. because that's how property works. You it's, do not own. It's, like, you're not piece. Simba and, Muf- and Mufasa looking over the pride <laughs> land and all that the eye can see is yours. Like, and you. That's, that's why, not how it works, Richie Rich. And that's why you go be, you go buy your island like Branson or Johnny Depp or whatever. And you are, you, but beaches in the state of California are public. And so there's this whole thing in Malibu about public and private beach. And it's, it's gross because it's about like hoarding like one of the rarest, smallest parts of like what's left, especially for people. Anyways, I can talk about it forever. Because also so, like we all pay for the beach. It's so like, our taxes pay for all of it. Like, and there's a, so there's a long history in Malibu, and that's why this whole storyline is bogus because there's a long history when we get to Scott of like of public and private beach stuff in Malibu because they, if it is declared a private beach, it's the paparazzi, the water basically is still owned by the state, so the water is is public. 
the sand is private so, as long as your ankles are wet so literally like i had a friend whose aunt and uncle had a fancy house in malibu colony and uh this was like a decade ago paris hilton had rented the house next door for the summer and the paparazzi just stand in the water and like just take their photos from the water because that's how it works so there's this whole rich people like malibu bullshit and i like when when kendall asked that i was like oh my god fuck off it was such a like lame rich la is it private <laughs> And I was like, go, you can go anywhere. You can fly anywhere. Let people go to the fucking beach. Please. Please. Anyways, I got, too, I got too mad. Okay. Moving uh, on. Okay. Now <laughs> Chloe and Malika are on the phone. Okay. Yes. So Malika is talking about how she and OT are co-parenting and Chloe's such a bitch. She's like, your baby's a month old. And Malika's like, we're doing great. <laughs> we, we're doing perfect co-parenting. And Chloe's like, all right, whatever. I mean, that's palpable. Even the way she goes, OT is visiting with his son. Is like, the all of the word choices are fascinating. Yeah. As far as figuring out like what Boy, she's really saying. God, that sucks to have a child with someone you don't even like. Ugh, it's really intense especially when you did love them like that's the worst that's yes. that's hard i i mean my parents have definitely like uh hated each other in my lifetime but we still lived in the same house and they got over it eventually so and it's just like can you imagine being like a new mom and just what the beginning how crazy that is at the beginning and it's like you are also navigating like a complicated emotional relationship in the midst of like sleep deprivation, everything to your body. Like I'm sure it's having any extra support is wonderful, but it's also like what an added thing in a moment you just are so absolutely like decimated and just yeah. need support. Ugh, complicated. I'm just like flashing back to all the times I heard my mom say she was going to run away. <laughs> run away from your husband <laughs> and my dad threatened once that he was like if you try to divorce me i'm gonna move to iran and because they were like building like they had like a bunch of because like my dad's a builder and they were like doing a lot of like i think Why it was like, maybe no, iraq iraq that's where it was iraq they were like because like the government was there like building stuff oh like, for like contracts and stuff yeah it was i think it was iraq <laughs> yeah i was a child guys i don't remember so pardon me but <laughs> those were the fights lot. that happened in the jarrow household <laughs> look no one says it's easy but but yes so there so we get a little glimpse into into malika is a new mom and Chloe's sort of updating Malika on like the Tristan stuff. It is very funny. She's like, yes, yes I but enough about me, Chloe. <laughs> My love life's not important. What's it's not happening? the focus of the storyline I'm here for. <laughs> What's happening in my Chloe's life? <laughs> in my Chloe's life. And so we basically kind of find, you know, what we already knew, all of it. But basically that like they're good things are working but that there'll be these moments where he kind of touches her shoulder he lingers where he's like telegraphing to her that the door is open here is the zoom out that we get in this whole storyline they're not talking about their deal is like what we really learn yeah. it's like it's all based off of like unspoken nonverbal gestures the mood in the air like whatever you've assumed these people have said to each other in their highly public complicated thing if we are to believe this storyline which i think i do because emotionally like chloe does not know how to talk about her feelings it's like they're not talking it's just how she's she's understanding that the door is open because of these like lingering moments and it's like what the fuck you guys There's should talk also like a little part of me 
are not part of me. There's like a little part of what I'm seeing appears to be smugness. I see that. Of like, he's in love with me, but I just don't know how I feel. It's definitely this thing about like, and I think that that's like what Malik is finally trying to say, but it's just like, okay, yes, you, yes, you have created a situation now where, well, he set everything in motion. He is the villain, but that she is living in this space of like, I don't know. We'll just see. We'll just see. It's been over a year at this point. Go to therapy, Chloe. Like, what do you want? If also, you can't figure out what you want, go to therapy and have a therapist help you get to it. It's like she just is it created this like limbo space and <laughs> it's says, like it's just like a shit or get off the pot basically is like what's happened. But she says one of the actual like this is why I like I think it's partially shit or get off the pot. But it's also this other thing that I think is really toxic that she says where she's like, I have a lot of walls. And if he cares enough, he's going to take him down brick by brick. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. It's not that you're not sure. You want him to grovel and work for it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if it's like, I don't know that it's that she doesn't know. I think. No, that's what I mean. I think you, I think you're right. It's not that she doesn't know. It's that she does know and she wants to be with him, but that she is like, she believes that the only way forward or the, at least I think she thinks the public perception of what is okay is for her to sit there with her arms crossed, leaning back, waiting for him to somehow prove and prove and prove and prove, as opposed to also like, which on a certain level, of course, I understand the need to like punish him and make him prove himself, blah, blah, blah. But then the question of like, what do you want? What are your feelings towards him has somehow been taken out of the, out of it. It's just Mm -hmm. this like performative piece that that's what love is. And it's like, no, no, no. Love is not somebody like splaying themselves in front of you and you deciding that that's finally enough. It's what are your feelings and emotions? And like throughout this whole storyline and when we do finally get to their conversation, it's like baffling where you're like, where are you emotionally in this? Like, what do you feel? And Malik is like, you know, you love him. Just get back with him. So some one of us has love. I know. I was like, Malika is like, please, God, get back together with She's him. Like, Just try, because if you're not okay, I can't focus on whether or not I'm okay. <laughs> like, I truly think poor Malika is like, I have things I need to worry about for myself, but I can't until Chloe's okay. <laughs> Malika actually needs more. Malika is so like, gives the best advice. And it's like, doctor, heal thyself. You're sick. Malika, listen to me. I think you're beautiful. You have so much potential. You're one of the most likable people that's ever been in one of their homes. You're sick. You're so codependent. You're so codependent. You're so codependent. I love this diagnosis. This is some real hard truths and i think it would be great if she heard it so fingers crossed like you don't even treat your twin sister like this no it's like and then to follow that up she goes to tristan this was so funny because trish was trish our our dear sweet friend trish she watches it on Thursday night. We usually wait until like record day. We're lazy. We don't like them. But Trish was so mad, was so mad that Malika called Tristan while sucking on a lollipop. 
made me laugh so hard. Oh, one of my favorite things about Trish is she is irrationally jealous. It's truly the. It's delightful. Uh, the it's idea her- that this grated on her. That some Jeez. woman would call someone else's ex or whatever it's sucking lazy. on a lollipop. <laughs> this little <laughs> slut. It's so funny. So she talks to Tristan because also because he's my friend too. And I was like, oh, is he? I didn't know that. Um, but this is very Car Jenner, classic Car Jenner uh, insertion into other people's lives. And it basically, yeah, like kind of, it's just she's clearly teeing him up and trying to push him towards Chloe. Well, like, we she know that like, he's gonna yeah, like she's like um like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen or Lindsay Lohan. Um, she's like being trying to parent trap them or whatever, right? Yes, so, yes, that's a perfect the, way to put it. The Olsen twins did a parent trap. Yeah, it takes two, right? Yes. Um, I, yes it was yes, called yes, It yes, Takes yes. Two. Trust me, I remembered it. Trust Ugh. me, I've got it. <laughs> uh, one of them didn't have their ears pierced. Um, <laughs> but. <laughs> so she's trying to push them together. Yeah. And then Tristan says something like, you know, he's realized that. He doesn't need, he doesn't care what anyone else thinks and that being in love doesn't make him less of a man. And I wrote, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Is that a rumor that's going around? <laughs> this is Because I so think rough. we may have multiple generations of men who maybe believe that. Not, Absolutely. Not, not the whole of them, but I think even across like, sexual orientation that there is this thing of like if you're like not like again not for every man but there is a certain segment of the male population that is like if you're not out there conquering what are you even doing yes i mean i do think that the idea of like it's it's what is i think a a huge part of toxic masculinity like it's like this idea that like to love and not in this bullshit like cherishing women it's like to really really like love and make and believe someone is a partner and openly like share and celebrate them and not in like the kind of uh you know old-fashioned sense like I think that, yeah, it exposes, like, especially in the world he might be a part of. And, and like, because I also, like, I feel like, yeah, he, he he was doing a good job of trying to, like, share and, like, but it was also hard for me to follow. <laughs> like, I felt like he was sort of basically just trying to say, like, I've learned a lot, you know, I've learned a lot. I, I mean, he gave her. us a real peek behind the curtains, though. He yes. said something very, like, he said something, like, that dumb joke structure on Twitter where it's like, they said the quiet part loud. Yeah. But like kind of amazing that he has self-actualized in that way. I'm I mean, positive. I'm, he's still going to fuck someone else. I so. mean, that's the problem is it's like, I, I applaud this work. That is really, it's really does sound like someone who like, I thought it was interesting to acknowledge like he needed to learn something about himself. There were things he wanted. He didn't know what made him happy. Like I was actually happy to hear that the conversation was not just about like the villainizing and like fucked upness of what he did, but trying to actually understand like, well, why though? Why did you do those things? What were you unhappy with in this relationship? What were you afraid of? Like, that's the only way it moves forward is if it's not just like, 
you know, self-flagellating, I'm a bad guy, I'm a bad guy, but like, okay, well, I'm also a person deserving of things. And why didn't I, or what did I have to understand about myself in order to come back to this space? You I know? just had the actual best idea I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. Malika gets a PhD. She becomes the next Dr. Phil. <laughs> She'd love it. She'll hold it. As she said it, Morongo. <laughs> I would love it. Um, so Tristan is talking about how he's let Chris down, and Malika's like, "Go to her, go to Chris, get her on your side." It's like she's forgiving. I was like, "No, she's not forgiving. She doesn't hold men accountable." I loved. Yes, I literally wrote shoot because Malika goes. She has the biggest heart and is the most forgiving person. And I wrote, uh, yeah, question mark because it's like, it's not forgiveness. It's it's absolutely. I choose all of my daughter's partners over them, and their their emotions are always secondary to the struggles of a man who treats them poorly. Yeah. And that is like Chris Jenner's whole deal. So I was like, oh, yeah, will Chris meet with you? I'm sure she will. <laughs> um, and then he says, I want my baby back. I want my baby back. Chili's baby back ribs. I want my baby back. All right. So then we go to Chris. We go to kiss the ring. Uh, there's big, <laughs> big olive tree issues, guys. Someone moved yeah. the olive tree. It is not thriving anymore. No. This is an issue for Chris Jenner. Someone's fired, I'm sure. <laughs> so he's basically there to apologize. And like, I don't know. None of this was like that interesting. The thing yeah. that stood out the most to me is how many analogies he is. Like after he says like their friendship's grown so much, like we're not even fucking Chris, I guess essentially what he said. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, come on, man. But he's like, he used so many analogies, Jess. He's like, we're starting from scratch, not even scratch. Um, I'm in the basement. She's the top floor. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man. A lot of mixed mixed metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of building is this? <laughs> A biscuit factory where they got, they're making biscuits from scratch on different <laughs> levels. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Tristan. I never thought I'd say it, but that you feel those wheels turning. <laughs> that, yeah. that hamster that runs him has got to be fucking exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Uh, and yeah, we get this performative Chris Jenner. Oh, you hurt her, and if you hurt her, you hurt me. You hurt us all. We, but we want you to be happy as a family. After you know, he says he let let her down, <laughs> and like, yeah, that's the hardest. That's the the worst we'll ever hear Chris Jenner lay into a man who's desperately <laughs> humiliated uh, her child <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. Uh, all right, Chloe, Tristan, Garden Chat. So. She's like, for a year, you've been a different person. Why couldn't you be that when we were together? It's because he was a child, Chloe. Yes. He was a baby boy. He was a baby boy. And uh, she's essentially worried that when he gets what he wants, that he's going to go back to his old ways. Um, she loves him. She's not in love with him. Yeah, I thought that was like for Chloe, whether it's true or not, at least like a more honest emotional statement you know yeah. like in in terms of clarity like okay like that tells me at least where her heart is at with yeah him, you know and it is less of that like i still think it does play into the whole like like what you're saying the brick analogy mm -hmm. like it is a bit like i mean i am sitting here if you wanted to make me fall back in love with you like it still doesn't really give her agency you know 
but at least it's like giving him clarity about where she's at emotionally. Like, you know? what else does she want him to do? Like, does she want him to dribble I love you on a basketball court? Like, <laughs> he can't, like, you know, sing her a song. <laughs> Maybe he could. I don't know. Maybe he can sing. <laughs> Dunk her name in, like, Morse code. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, like, dribbles the ball into some red paint and he's, he spells out, <laughs> Chloe, I love you. <laughs> it just is, like... uh, yeah it's i think this idea of like i just don't know i just don't know i just don't know that that's true and it's like do you love him do you want to be with him and if so if you do love him then what are your demands yes what are your what are your wants what are your needs like i think that's the way i would frame it and it's because it's the stuff that like it's the language of therapy that they don't have and that like i'm still only learning but it's like what are your wants chloe what do you need what are deal breakers for you it's like Instead of this, like, well, why don't you go ahead and put, put on a show for me and I'll let you know if I liked it or not. Yeah. You know, which is not how a relationship moves forward, especially after this much like trauma. Uh, but and it, even when she says like she says that it's uncomfortable for her to talk to Tristan. And it's like, I mean, that's very Chloe. But I mean, I just, get it. I would be the same. Like, I'm not comfortable yeah. telling anyone what I feel. It's like very hard unless I'm angry. It is hard. But it is also like they've been through so much. Yeah. Like, they have to figure out how to talk to each other. And which they did. Then they yeah. say something funny, which he's like, yeah, you haven't pushed. We haven't pushed one another off a hill yet. She's like, I did think about poisoning you. Poisoning. Poisoning. I can't talk, guys. I liked her this whole episode. I was like, I thought about poisoning you, but I haven't yet. Um, then I they're like in that. Palm Springs. Chloe's making breakfast for Chris. It's a double date in Palm Springs with Chris Glory. <laughs> Interested in Chloe. And she is overcooking those eggs, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's she cook you think they're dry as hell. So that's a lot of food even for four people. I mean, I was just like, they they just only eat catering size portions that's all they know they only know that they only know (laughs) catering food um and so she and tristan are out dancing by the pool and then you know they come up with the idea that tristan's going to be in the family forever just like scott and robert yep and she says look this is you know a funny statement to make when you've made your tv show have a hundred storylines about it uh but she's like about her and tristan she's basically like look if you don't get it you don't have to uh, as it relates to understanding their deal with each other. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, look, lady, do you. <laughs> yeah. Just do whatever you want. I hope you're happy. Please be happy. All right. Should so we much s- money. Skip over to Scott's storyline. Old Scotty boy. Let's do it. Okay, so Kim and Scott are going on a walk. They're, she's saying they're socially distant. She put on gloves and then didn't even wear a mask. It I made baffled, lost it. baffled me. I was losing it. Wearing gloves, holding a selfie stick, not keeping six feet, and no masks on either of them. I mean, and he's like, oh, and Kim is kind of a freak when it comes to being careful. And I was like, I, no, Scott, she's not. I know we didn't know what we don't know, but like, <laughs> it's silly to like wear gloves outside when you're not going to touch him like it's just silly um you're only holding your own <laughs> selfie stick he, he, and she alerts scott she is the new like uh emergency alert service that <laughs> yes she really is <laughs> that um governor newsom has extended lockdown for another two months and scott is already struggling mentally he's like yeah he's, 
being very honest about how he's like, this sucks. Oh my God, I can't do this. Like, yeah. And I think that is like the addict mind kind mm-hmm. of, I can't imagine how hard it is for people to, like, and he's not like, it doesn't seem to be in his addiction right now, but it's still there somewhere like needing that stimulation so that I think- it doesn't have to sit with itself. I think like I I know a woman from New York who I would not say we're friends, but we interned together and I've like she's a writer and I followed her for a long time. And she's very open about her um, like sobriety and, and substance abuse issues. And she has like done an, an amazing job posting a lot about like how hard the, the pandemic, the combination of like being in recovery and parenting and work is i think uh, unbelievable and even yeah. literally there was issues with like i know from another friend who's in aa like you know transition to zoom all those meetings and there yeah. was like zoom bombing or whatever it's called where people would like the meetings themselves were like unsafe and people would like fuck with the meetings and even just like it has been for people who like rely oh. on the consistency of their recovery and like the people that they see and the meetings that they go to I think this has been an unbelievable, like, extra burden. I, I can't imagine. It's yeah. so tough. So I, I am, even for all of Scott's privilege, I'm sure it is, like, uh, immediately very triggering and hard. Well, I mean, if money helped him, he wouldn't, yeah. you know, exactly. exactly. It doesn't. Uh, so Scott's in Malibu with the kids. He's he's saying he likes his house because there's no paparazzi. He, gotcha, he did say something so interesting where he's like, He's like, Sophia and I have been around each other so much. We're really getting on each other's nerves. Yeah, that was an interesting little breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. I thought this, I was like, hmm, what was that? What was that? Who feel? Yeah, being in close quarters also. Gotta pause for a second. Scott's house is enormous. Mm-mm. They're not in close quarters, guys. That's a close quarters. Again, these are mansions. That's fine. In his mind, it's close quarters. But he says, yeah, being in close quarters with Sophia, we're definitely getting on each other's nerves mm-hmm. and then he walks on the back of a couch of a house he's renting and you know that owner saw it what <laughs> must he think what must that owner think do you think they told him before that we'll buy you a new couch or did like what happened there Are you can't barefoot be- walking on the top of somebody's beautiful malibu rental home couch that in is front one of cameras what you what, thinking yeah. one of the things i would get in trouble for the most as a child i loved like jumping all over the couch standing on the couch i would play, be like i'm a gymnast the, of the couch yeah. yeah oh i love a couch um, um so, so yes he's in malibu at this beach rental but even that's not relaxing it turns out yeah uh we have it's courtney's birthday the crew is mounting up chloe preparing true for how loud the bullhorn is gonna be is <laughs> very funny she's like does this scare you she's like yeah she's like well you gotta get used to it because <laughs> i'm gonna was, be using <laughs> it was a very fascinating moment of parenthood you scared <gasps> Get used to it. This is how it sounds. <laughs> like, okay. It's going to get louder, baby. <laughs> get on board, bitch. <laughs> it was like... uh, <laughs> then we have a Kylie and Stassi showing. And Ky- I know. Kylie tries to tell on Kendall. Kylie's like, your hair is much lighter. And she's like, it's from the sun. <laughs> I didn't even catch it. <laughs> That's funny. That's very funny. But yeah, they like decorate 
the world's fanciest, stupidest cars. It's like all fucking Bentleys and fancy. And I mean, it's cute. And we saw a lot of these. Uh, We did one for Marcy. Um, Not for it was for a death, though. It it was a different thing. It was a death day, not a birthday. I didn't mean to conflate the two. Have you a car parade? I just like standing there sobbing at cars honking at me. It was a true. And Aubrey filmed it. And then she like tried to put like so it's like like back and forth between people honking saying they love me and she's putting and she Aubrey used to be Aubrey Plaza uh used to be an editor long ago but not like a great one or anything um but she like put like a chiron in of like everyone's names and she got people wrong because they were wearing masks and I was like <laughs> so I was like you did it wrong she's like do you want me to change it and I was like yeah she's like oh, she didn't like it so it's just like this funeral parade with mislabeled names and me like sobbing very confused as people threw they started throwing trash at me at a certain point because like john milheiser started throwing trash when he and nicole byer drove by and then everyone was like yeah let's throw trash at her i i didn't know that and i don't like it (laughs) it was like a bit anyway this one almost went off the rails because chloe's um ace like chloe's like helper is penelope yeah, I was like, why not go to one of Courtney's zillions of assistants or to plan Mason? This Mason's yeah. an actual like grown kid. Like, yeah, asks she- Penelope to corral Courtney and get her outside. And guess what didn't happen? Courtney didn't come outside. For Penelope a long time. didn't bring Courtney out. <laughs> P, do your fucking job. <laughs> but it's a nice little quarantine birthday it's fine yeah and courtney was like very touched by it and i understand that too like especially early on like after even just weeks of not seeing people to like have people do that was like very you know it is more meaningful than like a normal thing you know yeah i mean i think it's it's so uh it's so intimate in this like distanced way you know and just that it take people take the time to do it um it just was so funny in these like fancy like real these like developments that they all live in and then these cars i was like what is this looks different than any of the ones i've seen (laughs) so many bentleys so then we get uh scott in malibu wearing this like loose tank top and we we learn what i'm telling you he already definitely knew which is that the paparazzi do have access he thought they wouldn't have access to him at this house they stand on the beach they get photos of him there's some photos of him like riding like sand bikes with rob (laughs) and i don't know what they are and basically we're kind of seeing like the walls closing in he had already done this beach house in order to get out and get some privacy paparazzi are snapping pictures of him so it's getting worse it's getting worse he's not getting what he needs and then we have this push zoom call where she's like i'm trying to keep my employees you know employed or whatever and then this weird tie-in about health and wellness where she is slanging i wonder how much living libations paid for her to talk about pussy oil on penis oil and vagina oil this is a double whammy of like Courtney's pea brain to me. What? First she says, so she, yeah, she goes, people have talked about the pandemic. People have realized more than ever how important health and wellness is like implying that she was ahead of the curve. Uh, and it's like, 
okay, great. Yes, there are things that you have cared about for a long time. But you also then posted uh, basically an anti-masker conspiracy theory. Different times, different times. (laughs) But it was like, fuck off. You don't know what you're talking about. And poosh is not the same as like public health pandemic it's not the same shut up also then (laughs) yes go ahead go ahead go ahead then they like are talking about these stupid penis and vagina oils and courtney like just this nightmare meeting of pea brains and she's and then some other woman in that they're gonna run something on it goes like a smelly vagina story and i like almost threw my computer i was Mm -hmm. like goodbye all of you don't do not this idea, this like, a, like you're not a wellness brand. You're no Gwyneth. Gwyneth would never. No. Gwyneth would never talk about smelly vaginas. She's, she's, she, she made, made a, a candle, candle. <laughs> of her vagina. It's like, we're done with this old million year old thing of like stinky vaginas and fish and like all the shit that makes women hate their fucking bodies. And it was like a throwaway line that literally incensed me. I was like, literally no we're not talking about that anymore you do not have a health and wellness brand for women if you joke about like women's stinky vaginas oh my god i was like goodbye i hate this meeting (laughs) goodbye and then she's like great meeting everybody hey scott (laughs) what's going on you're dealing with depression and anxiety oh no this is so crazy oh your 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 therapy's not keeping you okay oh no she clearly only agreed to participate in this storyline with her the father of her children she only agreed to do it if she could have this fake poosh meeting at the top and like throw in that like spawn con mention of that brand she's actually worse than all of them because she has now sold out like like if you got a text from the father of your children who you're supposedly like on very good terms with really close with and he's like i need to talk to you i'm having like really bad anxiety i like whatever the text was that they she refers to and then you like had your zoom anyways whatever i was just like but i just mean yuck. like she doesn't want to be on the show unless it's for her business so like that's a bigger sellout than actually I just agree. being on the show now, i think it's nasty am i looking at this yeah i'm looking at this site now Whoa. it's not even for your penis or vagina wait let me I see just, if i'm just not looking at the right thing i just think the idea of being titillated by stuff that's like unnecessary and fucks up i'm sure in the case of women their ph and bodies and like it's like the world of this douches is- and all the shit it's like no one or if it's not then let's not talk about it in terms of smelly vaginas how about okay, that okay hold on i gotta find out more about this languid love butter <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. No, love, I don't want love butter. I'm yeah. sorry. I my I I'm throwing up out of my ears. Awful. Oh so wait, then, Jess, it's worse than you think. Okay. No. Our languid love blood blah blah blah. Okay, let me start. Love with. butter. <clears throat> Take two. Um. Our languid love butter is a pleasure to behold in your inner flower folds. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, did you see? I just, I just ascended out of my body through, <laughs> my, through my ceiling to my upstairs neighbor. <laughs> completely, heaven. completely edible and organic. This lush body butter explores every curve and crevice, saturating skin with benevolent botanicals. No. Well, don't give them an ad read. These people deserve nothing. 
And it's just like this love liniment glides on your skin and guides you to recline in resplendent revelry. Oh, resplendent? oh no. <laughs> this is the writing of the year. This is the writing <laughs> resplendent. Wait, wait, revelry? I didn't finish the sentence. I'm sorry. This love liniment glides you glides on skin and guides you to recline in resplendent revelry as you dive in. What? And then there's no period? That's not. That's called my favorite. That's an old classic word salad. Wow. And they word use salad for two. Consecrate desires divinity. All right. I'm okay. buying it. Okay. Uh, that's it. We, we love it. We're on board. So she finally gets on the call with Scott and we he, he's like, he's super agitated sounding. He basically says, he's like, this COVID thing doesn't work for me. <laughs> Which made me laugh hard. Um, and he's like, I can't work. Malibu didn't work. You know, but then and he's like, I felt like I was going to do something bad, like and that he's been going to therapy every week, but he doesn't have breakthroughs. And most importantly, he found a place uh, that deals specifically with past traumas. He's going to go. He wonders if Courtney's going to support him, if she can take care of the kids so he can go work on himself. Yeah. And they make it very clear. This is not for alcohol and drugs. Like, like yes. That's a big the part big of this whole thing is this is not. I mean, it is addiction issues, but they're trying to say it's not a relapse, I think, is what they are desperate for us to not think. Yes, but also, like, you can, like, addiction issues are, like, they're holding hands with trauma. Like, that makes That's sense. That's what I mean, is it's like, they're 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 all one knot, and, but I think that they're so scared that because that's what everybody thought when this happened. Also, there's not a good name for these places where people go and, like, do inpatient intensive yeah. treatment therapy. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's how I think it's meant to be framed is that it's like doing therapy. It's not leading me to what I want. I want to like hunker down and really like dive in for this condensed period of time. I have many, not many, but I've known at least like four people very close to me who have had to do like inpatient, you know, like stay there for a month or longer, like yeah. just kind of like, let's deal with this every single day. And there's a yeah. regimented schedule. And like, that's all you're working on. It's I, I do think, I mean, whether it is, we'll never know what really Scott's thing is, but like, you know, there's, a, I think there is a, a misconception that it's, you're only ever going to these types of places for like to dry out and for addiction or cause you know, you're, you need to uh, get clean. Now, and do you have a filter on your face that has a beauty mark? <laughs> Why? Because there's a beauty mark on your face. No. Where? Oh, I have dirt on my. What is on my face? That's oh no, that's it's a dirt. that's a that's a filter. It's a beauty mark. What's happening though? Why do I have a filter? Why is this happening to me again? I love this. It's gonna be a two-hour episode. It's great. <laughs> it's weird because it's... nothing else has changed. I think unless you're not normally. Are, are you not wearing a top? It's a filter. Wait. <laughs> this is so weird. It's just I like see it. it's a beauty mark. <laughs> this is the weird. There's nothing. It says nothing in my Zoom. I it's my normal camera. Yeah, um, guys. I, I you, hopefully you don't mind the longest episode we've oh. ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I can't we're doing that. 
It's gonna be, okay. I'm just gonna move us along. Then. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was trying no, to figure no, it no. out. No, no, no. I called it out. I was just okay, like, what sorry, is guys. this? No, okay. there's a floating like Marilyn Monroe mole on. My yeah, face. it's a beauty mark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But sorry. No other thing. Uh, no. no other, uh, it didn't do anything else to me. It just gave me a huge dark beauty mark. Okay, I'm sorry. Moving on. Moving okay, on, moving so on. Kim calls Courtney because she saw online that Scott went to rehab and someone has yes. leaked uh, photos. And Courtney's like, whoever leaked it should feel ashamed and that Scott should file a lawsuit. And I agree. That's I agree. disgusting. It's a, it's a horrible thing to do. What the, an abuse. Everybody, and they say that, but everybody deserves to, like... Uh, you know it's against I, the law it's against the law i we you can want to believe that these people are up for public consumption but it's like they're human beings it's not okay like it's it is and we talked about it when it was a news story over the summer but it is like it's so fucked up it's just yeah. such a fucked up thing um yeah. so then we finally do get this zoom with scott rob chloe chris and kim yeah and they're talking to scott about what happened he's he uh, he checked out that day that it all leaked he but immediately it left. sucks because he didn't even get to, like he had been in quarantine for four or five days and then he starts therapy and as soon as he starts he gets like texts from courtney that and she's sending all these articles that it's like leaked like how terrible and then kim is brilliant she's like you went in for trauma and then they literally gave you more trauma it's (laughs) it's horrific and like let it be a reminder how like i mean how cruel fame is in its own way like you know that it's like yes these are people i just made fun of how giant his house is he gets to go to malibu where covid doesn't work for him (laughs) like they but it's like this shit that fucking sucks yeah. that sucks you can't like to make the decision to try to work on yourself to try that's a parent it's a, who's trying to it's like an it's actual violation it's it's so fucked up it's so fucked up and so and scott basically is, tells them you know like he's been to a lot of these places and like you know he's been to a rehab this is not his first rodeo um at these kinds of places and he's just really turned off he's really turned off of going to these kinds yeah. of places and they were saying that it was for cocaine and alcohol and he's like normally that doesn't bother me but i've got like three kids and we all know mason's all over tiktok so i mean like what a thing to have to find out that like if it's really not true it's a bummer and then they're like you know what will make you feel better scott Let's go to Nobu. Nobu. Let's go, go to, to Nobu. Nobu. We'll have Nobu come to us. And then Rob's like, I have something to say finally. I love their shrimp. <laughs> I love their creamy shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Great addition to the episode, Rob. Are people in their houses still? <laughs> I love creamy shrimp. And that was <gasps> Rob's presence. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> They have a birthday party at Scott's and Kim is like, oh, wow, this is a lot of people. And I was like, yeah, it is. I heard so many voices. It was wild. Yes. Thank you for trying to crop out as many people as you're trying to. But fuck you. We can see how many people I can see the staff in the kitchen cooking with their masks on. I could feel the camera guys trying so hard to just be like, like yeah, just the family, just the family. And it's like it's so not much just chatter. So you're much having chatter. an event. You're oh. having an event. Uh, the last two minutes of this episode, though, really were blowing my mind. <laughs> so Courtney and Scott had sent a picture of them together uh, and, and captioned it working on baby number four. And they're like, is that true? And then 
Courtney pulls up her shirt and her stomach is sticking out. And Jess, I got chills, even though I... <laughs> I know. Why do they do this to us? I knew it wasn't We're real. We're crazy. We're out of our minds. I had the same like, oh, I had a half second, though, of being like, oh, I, because... As, as if if that had aired on Thursday, we wouldn't have known. It wouldn't have been. But still, yeah. my brain is like just trained forever. And I was like, this is a finale. I mean, it, <laughs> it did look, you know, like. And then Kim was like, mm. you know, you should do it. Because I was told by Sting. Uh. What? Okay. No, I'm sorry. Who? Sting. Okay. I was told by Sting yeah. that parents of four are are the most enlightened people. And I was like, interesting. Who has four kids? Oh, my God. You do. Also, what could be the through line between you and Sting? Could it be a lot of money? <laughs> could that be about how it's great to have four kids? <laughs> I love and this uh, this whole wrap up I was losing it because it literally is like COVID's over (laughs) I mean there was so many parts where I was like Chloe riding a mechanical bull and then Scott says ride that thing like it's Tristan (laughs) and it's like the classic finale wrap up like they do in Housewives 2 of like this is where they're all at it's and it's but it is so that this would air also in the week that is like the huge re- push again for how bad COVID is, the n- spike in numbers, the d- the hard, dismal understanding of like how shitty the holidays are going to be for so many people. And it was like, it's so nice to finally be able to hang out with your family. <laughs> and then this wrap up, I was like, oh, this is so bad. North is wearing a Burberry swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> and it couldn't be better honestly and then, this wrap up was so funny when he blows out the candles Courtney immediately screams guys there's a new cake that he didn't blow on <laughs> good for her good for her we have to figure out a new tradition besides blowing out candles it's done we're not doing it anymore just like we'll figure it out there's something else or like my parents for my birthday gave me like a little cupcake with a candle mm. for myself and it was like you and i and i said oh thank you but then it was then i turned away and blew it and it's a it. secret you made yeah. a secret wish a secret wish but well we did a, we did we, this I whole know season we're doing we're going long in these episodes but there's just a lot there's a lot a lot they're what? really blowing my mind is i think what's happening <sighs> and but so, we did it we, we did, did it we watched this surprise season 19 and then <laughs> I guess we start, what are we watching? Season five? Is that what we go back to next week? Yeah, I don't, because we didn't finish, did we finish season five? No. No, not at no, all. So because they're doing weird stuff. They're yes. Being so, weird. So we will hop back to vintage episode recapping as we're wont to do to anybody who's newer to the podcast, what that means. Uh, first of all, welcome. Second of all, in between seasons, we hop back. We've been working cr- uh, chronologically from the beginning of the show, uh, and we will pick back up um, in season five. We'll post, I- I'm sure, uh, and we do vintage episode recaps. If there's things you guys would like to know about or ask about or do, we could do a mailbag episode. If there's special episodes uh, or anything you want us to watch, tell us, and maybe we will. Um, We're in like a weird phase. <laughs> 
I know. It's like, I'm sure you guys could tell there, there are a lot on us, but we're here. Uh, we love you. And onward to the big final season in a couple months. Oh, boy. Season I hope, 20, here we come. I hope everyone who's broken up gets back together and everyone who's um, together breaks up. Oh, my God. What a wish. I hope they all become good people. <laughs> That's my wish. And they're filming right now, so I don't think so. I think we I just get it. to see more birthday footage. <laughs> Bless Mindy Weiss. Uh, please be safe, you guys. Please make good decisions. Take care of each other. Uh, we release new episodes every Monday. Check out our website, Kardashianit.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and please rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and like our Facebook page. Email us at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Bye. Bye.